Okay, welcome back to the Personal Development Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Siebel. This is the official podcast of the International Personal Development Association. Revolution. <laughs> so thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. And today I want to talk about one of the things in personal development when you're in the business of personal development. Now, if you're, if you're really, even if you're a fan of personal development and and uh, you're trying to build a business. Let's say you have a construction business. I mean, I think I've met everybody over the years, uh, people from different walks of life. In other words, they use personal development to build businesses and to make their life better and all these things. And uh, possibly the most powerful thing in all of personal development, at least in my opinion, in terms of building a business, creating reach, creating awareness for your yourself or your industry, um, for really anything, and then also in terms of selling, in terms of sales, marketing, you name it, the most powerful thing is public speaking. You just almost can't overstate how powerful public speaking is. I mean, you know, when I was coaching professional athletes back in the day in mental toughness, you know, I was making a pretty average wage, but I had all these superstar clients and everyone thought I was making a bunch of money, but I really wasn't. Um, because they didn't want to pay a lot, but they say, hey, you can use my name. And I did. And that helped me get a lot of students. And I pretty much had you know, as many students as I could handle, but I wasn't making a lot of money with them either. So what I did was someone said, hey, you really ought to be speaking about this. And all of a sudden I started speaking about it in public speaking. I went to the Bill Gove workshop. I learned professional speaking skills. I started getting paid to speak. And, you know, I would, all of a sudden I'm getting paid 50 times more than I was before doing the same thing, but using public speaking as my primary method of getting the word out, creating my credibility, creating sales and all those other things. And I think, the reason I wanted to bring this up was to, if you're not aware of that, to become aware of that. That's something that, uh, again, you just can't overstate it. There's so many ways to build a business, but I have never seen anything more powerful than public speaking. That said, okay, here's the downside of getting into speaking. Here's what people don't talk about. And I've been a professional speaker for 25 years. I've done $16 million in keynote speeches, lots more in training fees and all the rest of it. So I've done it a long time. I've done it all over the world. Been in the top, ranked in the top one percent of speaker grossing, you know, top grossing speakers in the last twenty years of non-celebrity speakers, um, and all those things. So good success around the board. But there is one pitfall that you really have to watch out for if you're going to approach speaking as a marketing tool, as a sales tool, as a branding tool of all these different things, and that's misinformation. Here's what I'm talking about. My first year in the business, I lost $50,000 because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I, I'd been a Toastmaster, which is a good program, but it's not, it's not a program designed to, you know, help people become professional fee-based speakers. And they don't claim to be. They claim to help people, you know, get up and build their leadership skills and their public speaking skills at a very rudimentary, basic level. And that's all most people need. So Toastmasters is a wonderful thing. We're big fans of Toastmasters. One of you know our clients and friends, uh, Matt Kinsey, is uh, someone I've known for 25 years. is the current president of Toastmasters International. We just went up to to see him in Nashville get get uh, get uh, you know put into and stated into office and uh, inducted. I forget what the word they use is, but anyway, he's the new president of Toastmasters International, which is no small thing. And Daniel Rex is the CEO, and I've known Dan for many many years. Great people, great organization, fantastic. Dale Carnegie Organization is a great organization that teaches public speaking skills. And there are others. I went to school, you know, and, and I went to college to study speech. I was a speech and communications major. 
Great program. You know, I really enjoyed it. Okay. And I could name you a whole bunch of other speaking programs. None of them are designed to teach people how to get paid to speak. Okay. Like, you know, I can go down the community center here where I live and take a dance class, but no one's going to pay me to dance after I take the class because the class is not designed for professional speakers. Right. There are schools that teach how to become, I'm sorry, professional dancers. There's schools that are that are all over the world that are teach people how to get paid to dance or how to be a comedian or how to juggle or how to be an actor. Right. To get paid to do something, you have to be very, very good at it. And so my first year, I lost fifty thousand dollars because I didn't know what I was doing because I, I had amateur speaking skills. Then. By a stroke of luck, I met Bill Gove, the father of professional speaking. I found out about the Bill Gove workshop and Zig Ziglar had been there and Bob Proctor had been there and Mark Victor Hansen had, was a graduate and Larry Wilson and Og Mandino. And the list was like, like a who's who of professional speakers of the last 50 years. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I never heard of this program. Well, it's actually a very small program in terms of the people that attend, small, tiny groups, which is one of the reasons it works. So I attended the workshop. I go from 50, losing 50,000 my first year to making 182,000 the next year, 300, over 300,000 the next year, and it went up from there. And it was because of the skills I learned in this workshop. And it's funny because I was in National Speakers Association at the time, failing the first year. And I never heard of anyone talking about getting professional keynote speaking training. All they talk about is marketing. All they talk about is getting yourself out there, getting a brochure, getting a demo video. No one seemed to ever talk about how good you have to be to actually get paid a relatively ridiculous amount of money to go talk. It's not like you're just walking up there and talking. You have to be damn good to get paid, unless you're a celebrity. If you're Tom Cruise, you walk on stage. Right. It's like the Beatles used to say when the Beatles were playing, they could walk on stage and the fans were yelling so loud they couldn't hear them play anyway. They could just stand there, you know, fake and pretend like they're playing. If you're a celebrity, it's different. But if you're up there speaking and you're not a celebrity, you have to be very good to charge five or ten or twenty thousand dollars for an hour. You know, I'm not going to throw a football around, too. Uh, I've been playing. You know, I've been an athlete, professional athlete. Uh, I was a professional athlete. I've been an athlete my whole life. I'm pretty you know, I'm pretty, uh, I can play pretty much any sport and uh, I can throw a football, but the Atlanta Falcons were not too far. They practice three miles from my house in Atlanta, uh, north of Atlanta, in a little town called Flowery Branch, Georgia. We're Buford. We're right next to Flowery. And I just passed their facility yesterday. As a matter of fact, it's a beautiful facility. So far, no one on the Falcons has called me to play quarterback, or throw the ball for the Atlanta Falcons for pay. No one's ever going to call me. I can throw it, but can I throw it at a professional level? No. No one's going to pay me to throw a football. I'm not that good, okay? And that's the same with speaking, but it's overlooked. And I'll tell you exactly why. If you want to – it's not just – even if you're sitting here saying, well, look, you know, you're listening to this and you're saying, I don't want to be a professional speaker like you. I don't need to make fees. I, I think you want to take a second look at that maybe. But if you say, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to go out to the Kiwanis Club or Rotary Club or Lions, Elks, Moose, you know, the Animal Clubs or Chambers of Commerce and talk about or get on stages all over like these guys talk about and talk about my business and sell on the back end and get clients. That's fantastic. There's no problem. You don't have to get fees. I've always thought, why not get paid and then make money on the front end and the back end? But people say, no, I don't need money on the front end. Well, I don't need it either, but I like it. You know, I can't tell you how many times people I've been on conventions where people are speaking for free because they're going to make money from their speech. 
And I'm making money from my speech as well, but I'm making money on the front of the speech as well. I'm getting paid to walk on out the door, you know, to walk on stage. I'm already, you know, fifteen or twenty thousand dollars ahead as soon as I walk out there and say the first word. I never understood why people didn't want to get fees, but they say, well, I'll make all the money on the back end. Well, am I not make it on the front end too? Okay, maybe it's me. Anyway, <laughs> so something to think about. But if you just say, no, I'm not interested in that, okay, you still have to be good. You still have to be good. If you don't have any kind of professional training, you are not most likely going to be very good on stage. I've just gone to seven weeks almost on the road, not on and off on the road, but seven weeks, seven national conventions. And I, I've, I saw over 100 speakers and most of them were fairly bad. I will tell you, they they were not very well-trained speakers. Most of them you could tell had no training. They were all over the place with their content and with their skills. They move too much. They talk too fast. They jump around. They really have no trade. They don't know what they're doing. Now, they think they're doing well because obviously some of them sold things on the back end. So they say, well, I must be good. That's not true. All right. But they're obviously some of them were good enough to make money. And some of them weren't, frankly. And so the big mistake is not getting professional training. You know, again, like I played tennis, professional tennis. I trained for years. I had professional training, you know, for basically 12 years and uh, to try to make it to the professional ranks. But in speaking, all you hear about in social media, it seems like I see it on TikTok every day. I see it on LinkedIn, YouTube, you know, Twitter and all of them. All of them seem like they're promoting. These people are promoting. Oh, just get on stages, get on stages, get on stages, speak as many times as you can. Go speak at TEDx. You know, uh, you can do this overnight. It's just, it's just so easy to do. And uh, you can just get out there. And what they don't talk about is you have to be good. No one is going to bring you on stage if you suck on stage. And most people think they're far better than they actually are because they went to a Toastmasters club and won a ribbon or went to Dale Carnegie and got a pencil um, after they spoke or someone in they're a network marketing leader and everyone's jumping up and down because they're, you know, they're, they're under them. Uh, you know, they're in their downline and they think they're great and they don't realize that these people worship them. They're their hero. You know, um, <clears throat> I've worked with corporate executives for years in my mental toughest program doing turnarounds for sales teams at large companies. And I can't tell you how many of these executives who speak to their employees tell me, man, Steve, I'd really like to get paid to speak. My employees love it when I speak. And I, I've literally, these are presidents of major billion dollar companies. And I've literally sat across the you know dinner table and boardrooms from them for 20 years or 20 plus years now and said, okay, you realize that these people all work for you, right? They're your employees. You think they're going to boo you? Like, oh, no, but that's not why they like me. They like me because I'm really good. And I'm always like, okay, well, okay. You're fine. I mean, you speak at a lot of me. No, but I mean getting paid like you do. I'm like, no, you're not going to get paid. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I had one guy who literally was the, the, the president of a $9 billion company. He argued with me. I had dinner with him one time because he said, I want to get professional speaking can you talk to me? He'd paid me millions of dollars to work with his teams for years and years. And he's a great guy. Very, very smart guy. Except when it came to this, he wouldn't listen to me, which was really kind of strange. I didn't know why he was not coachable because I'd done this my whole life. He had paid me to do it. He knows what I, even what I charged his company. So he knew I knew what I was talking about, but I just said, I said, no. He said, what do you think my chances are if I, if I quit my job as president of this company, a $9 billion company, he's going to quit the job. It, he's making, you know, crazy amounts of money, right? It's a fortune, you know, 500 company and he's president. And he said, I really want to do what you do. And I want to get out there and do it. What do you think my chances are? And I said, none, you have no chance. You're going to get killed. I said, you need to No, you could do it. 
because you're a smart guy, but you need training and there's a process to doing this. You think you're just going to walk on stage and people are going to pay you? You're not ready. I'm telling you, you're ready to speak to your employees. You're not ready to speak to an audience that doesn't know who you are. They're going to slaughter you. And, uh, and, and they won't even think twice about it. He goes, well, I think you're wrong. He quit it. He literally quit his job. And six months later, he, you know, he failed. He never got a speaking fee and he went back to corporate America. And I think he's still mad at me about it because I was right. I don't know what to tell you. I said, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not beating you up for fun here. I'm just trying to give you good advice. So <clears throat> that's the one thing people leave out. Oh yeah, you should get out and speak. Just get up on stage as many stages as you possibly can. This is the, the latest thing, you know, get on as many stages as you possibly can. Just get out there. And they never talk about having speaking skills. That's malpractice. And that really is because now I because I, I, the people that are doing it typically are pretty good speakers because they've been out there and they do know the power of it in their right in the sense that there is power to it. Of course, there's power to it. But don't go on stage and, and make a fool out of yourself with amateur skills. It's it's just not real smart. And so that's the one missing thing. It's a it, everything people say about public speaking that really have been up on, on you know stage a lot and have been paid to speak and have sold a lot of things in the back end. They're all right about that. It is powerful, but don't go up there and stutter and stammer and walk around or wave your hands around too much or go on stage with a baseball cap backwards on your head wearing a t-shirt so you look like you're 13 years old. That's one of the new things now. You know, and, and maybe some of the younger people, you might be listening to this going, well, Siebold, you know, you're, you're part of the old guard now. So, you know, that's the way it is now. A T-shirt and a backwards hat and, and dressing sloppy still looks sloppy. That's not an age thing. That's a sloppy thing. So if you want to look like you're in high school, then do it. And there are people that do it. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk, I, I really, I, I like Gary Vaynerchuk a lot. I think he, he makes himself look like a 14-year-old kid. When he when he speaks, I and he'll argue and say, "Well, I'm you know making you know hundreds of millions of dollars," and he is, and I think he's great. I think he's a really smart guy, and I'm a fan. I really like him. I think he does himself a gross disservice by looking like a child when he does his podcast, when he does all his stuff. You know, I'm not saying you have to be in a three piece suit or, or a you know in a, a, a you know an evening gown when you speak. I'm not saying that. Look like a professional. Look like you care. Like have enough respect for your audience to dress halfway decently when you get on a stage and you're and you're getting paid lots of money to be there from for them. You know, again, some people say, well, that's his brand or that's other people's brand and all the rest of it. Um, okay. That's fine. I mean, it, it's up, it's up to them. I would not recommend it. Maybe Vaynerchuk and the, and the other people, um, you know, can get away with that and that's fine. Obviously they're doing well and I don't think that's why they're doing well, <laughs> but okay. You know, they can, they can, they can bank on that if they want to. I think it's wrong, but, um, but I don't think you want to put those barriers in your way. Okay. Like years ago, for example, on the other side of the equation, I decided to stop wearing a tie on stage because I, I told myself when I get to the point where I no longer need the money, I'm going to stop wearing a tie because I hate ties because they, you know, just because they're not comfortable to wear. And I stopped wearing ties and clients said, Hey, can you wear a tie? I'm like, I'm not going to wear a tie unless I really have to do it. You know, like I went to the Toastmasters International Convention, you know, recently to see Matt Kinsey be, you know, inducted into the, uh, you know, the, the presidency of, of Toastmasters International, as I mentioned. And I wore a tie because I was asked to wear a tie. So I did. You know, I'm not going to, you know, disrespect a meeting like that. But other than that, I don't. But I also have an Italian, you know, $4,000 suit on with a, you know, $300 shirt. And I look, you know, look in shoes and the whole thing. And it looks good. I'm not saying you have to do that. But respect the audience enough and respect yourself enough to look like a business person. You're not hanging out at the beach. You know, again, 
Some people can get away with it. You say, well, you know, these guys get away with it. Right. You don't want to test the waters with that. Don't, don't, don't put two strikes against you before you walk on stage. It's just, it's just kind of foolish. You know, not everybody can be a Gary Vaynerchuk or a Jesse Itzler who does the exact same thing. And a lot of these people go and copy these anomalies and it's foolish because when you're them at that, at, at their stage, you can get away with it because they're, they're basically celebrities at this point, you know, to their market, not to the general public, but to their market. And so they can get away with it. You don't want to, it's just, it's just a, you know, it's a fool's errand to try to get away with something when you don't have to. And it's not that big of a deal. So there's, these are just some of the things that you want to avoid. But the bottom line is use public speaking, no matter what business you're in. If you haven't, you can't believe the power of this, of this skill set, but get professional training. And here's what I'm going to recommend go to freespeakingcourse.com, free speakingcourse.com. Take the course and there's an assessment that you can take that says, it's called, uh, do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes to be a professional speaker? Whether you're a fee paid speaker or you're a back end speaker or you're both like me. Okay. You get free. So freespeakingcourse.com and then do I have what it takes to become a professional speaker? And you take an assessment and you'll find out. And that's the way to do it. And get professional trained. Don't try to take amateur skills on a professional stage. It's disrespectful to the audience, one. It's going to hurt your reputation, and you're not going to get the result you really want. So I want to wrap up with this. If this is true, and it is true because I've done it my whole life, and other speakers, Brian Tracy will tell you the exact same thing. In personal development, if you don't know Brian, Brian Tracy, right, yet you're brand new to personal development. Brian Tracy told me years ago, you know, before I had ever made a penny in speaking, literally no money, Brian Tr- Tracy told me at a National Speakers Association, you know, meeting, of the 1990s, he said, Steve, this takes five to seven years to really get good at this. You got to get good on stage. You got to get, you know, you're going right with Bill Gove. You're doing the Bill Gove workshop. He was a graduate of the Bill Gove workshop because you got to get professional training. And then now you work on marketing. Now you work on getting on stages and all those other things. You don't take a substandard product and, and market it. All you're doing is telling people you're not ready faster. The better marketer you are, the faster they know you're not ready. You're, you're not a professional. So you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot before you get started. It's crazy. And, uh, and Brian said the same thing. So why wouldn't, why isn't this talked about? If every major speaker, every speaker who's made money in the business knows this. Because there's no sex appeal to it. It's not flashy. And it's very profitable to tell people, just market yourself. Just get on stages. Just go out and speak. Wear your baseball cap backwards. Look like you're 13 years old on stage. Wear a t-shirt. Be sloppy. It's sexy to tell people to do that. And it sells. And speaking skills, is that's work. You got to work at speaking skills. It's work. Just like tennis skills. Just like golf skills. Just like any guitar skills. You got to work at it. It's not all that flashy. you know. So they sell what sounds easy. And you know what? It works because a lot of people are naive and a lot of people across the board are naive. It's just the way it works. And they'll believe anything if they believe in this person. And so people get make a lot of money, sometimes millions of dollars selling easy solutions that don't work. They're just, you know, just way it's always been like that. But now with social media, it's just uh, it's just all over the place. It's the same people are saying, write a book in 30 days and, you know, you'll sell a gazillion copies. It's just, you know, it's just they're just lying to people. And it's too bad. It's what gives personal development sometimes a bad name. That people making false claims and promises to people and gullible people take their last penny and they invest in these programs and it gets them nowhere. And it's a shame. But if you do things right, 
If you do it like the old school did it, you know, you do things right, you build your skills, you pay your dues. When you get on that stage, you're going to be ready and you're going to look good and you're going to sound good and you're going to you're going to profit from it. Believe me, I've done it for 25 years. Other speakers have done it for many years as well. And that's how it's done. That's how you do it. So to wrap this up, go to freespeakingcourse.com. Take the free course. Take the assessment. If you really want to lock into this and uh, and then get professional training because that's what you're going to need. Okay. So thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll see you on the next episode.